Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. When you find yourself in need and you call upon the name of the Lord, do you have assurance that He is going to respond to that time of trouble that you're going through? What we're going to do in this study is to look at things that you and I can do in order that we can have confidence that when we call upon the name of the Lord, He will hear and He will respond and deliver us from those things that trouble us. Take out your Bible and look with me to the book of Psalms. And of course, we are in our series on the longest Psalm, Psalm 119. And we're now ready for the fourth section. Hopefully, you'll recall that there are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And therefore, each of these letters make up an independent section within the psalm and each of these sections have eight verses so we can have eight times 22 and we know how many verses there are in this psalm and i've shared with you the emphasis of this psalm is on god's revelation let me say that differently god's words and what we find is that the words of god they come to us more frequently than not in the form of commandments, statutes, ordinances, precepts, commands, whatever word that you use, we find the large vocabulary for the commandments of God in various ways being taught to us in this psalm. And notice how it begins. The author in this section is speaking about a low time in his life where he says, my soul And now he's talking about his very essence. My soul clings, and really it is a word that means repeatedly. His soul has clinged to the dust. And this word dust afar can mean like dirt or ground. It has to do with the the elements upon the soil, the ground. And he's saying, I have been made low. He has been put down by various things in this world. And now he's reaching out to God for assistance. Now that's a wise thing to do. And he's sharing with God the the low time that he's in when he says, my soul has clinged to the dust. And what does he ask? He says, sustain me. Now this word for sustenance is derived from the Hebrew word for life. So he's asking for life. What type of life? Well, I would suggest to you that he's talking about the life that Messiah has promised. Remember what he says? I come that you might have life and have it abundantly. 
and this is what this psalmist is reaching out to god for that god would sustain him and bring him into a new experience where he's not made low but rather that he is experiencing the fullness of life he's asking god for a change in his circumstances in the experiences that he is encountering but notice what he says sustain me or make for me life and then he says according to your word now what's important here is the fact that he realizes that we find life this abundant life through the word of god and that is why and this psalm is a great example of it this is why we should cherish we should respect we should value and that we should apply the word of god to our life and we can see example after example in the word of god and in life in general with other people that when we value god's word we find blessing we find his faithfulness we find his provision we find his leadership in our life but when we violate god's word and we do not obey it then we find little by little god disconnects to us and we're not talking about salvation we're talking about his anointing his provision he will distant those things from our life and we find ourselves left to ourselves and as we walk alone in this world separated from god his anointing his presence now we know if you're in that new covenant he promises never to leave you nor forsake you that is a promise of his faithfulness but realize that god's faithfulness when we violate his word when we do not value his instructions when we do not apply his commandments to our life god is going to become distant from us his provision his presence everything and what happens as we walk alone in this world being made distant from god we are going to behave in a way that will manifest shame you are either walking with god and the scripture says as paul does we're on this upward call he's lifting us up he is bringing us closer and closer to him and his perspective his understanding if we're not valuing god's word if we're not applying his truth to our life then we are going to be made low we are going to experience sorrow disappointment troubles tribulation and as we see here we're going to experience those things that are most discouraging so he says sustain me in other words make for me life the life that you want me to have according to your words now here in the bible that i'm using which is a hebrew bible it has underneath the biblical hebrew words to help us understand the intent according to at least this editor and when he says according to your word what it means here is according to your promises and it reminds us that when we obey his word when our life is subjected to his word then we can expect the promises of god but when we are going our way doing our will pursuing what we desire apart from what god has commanded 
then we're not going to be recipients of his promises look on to the next verse verse 26 where he says my ways i will declare now literally it's in the past i have declared but here it's talking about something that's consistent in his life that he has he is and he will he is committed to speaking about his ways meaning what he is experiencing from god so he reaches out to god and he says i have declared my ways and the implication is my ways unto you and what is god going to do when we bring before him our circumstances our experiences what we're going through god is going to not just hear but he's also going to and this is what it says at the end of uh this this sentence that he will respond literally again in the past he has answered he has responded so when we bring before god in that covenantal relationship with him what we are experiencing when we reveal to him now he knows it already but but prayer is when we bring before god we declare to him and disclose to him he already knows it but when we do that we are calling to him and that calling to him exemplifies faith trust that we are leaning upon him that we're depending upon him and god will answer now an important benefit of being in a covenantal relationship with god is that god has obligated himself to hear our prayers so when we enter into that new covenant relationship through the gospel and we are his servant his disciple his follower and when things go on in our life we cry out to him god through that covenantal promise he will hear and here's the greater benefit not only does he hear but he will respond and here the psalmist is saying i have something that is consistent in my life i have called to you i have declared to you my ways and his experience is that god has responded god has answered now how does god answer well understand this when you are in a difficult circumstance in your life let me say it another way when you are struggling in this world you are frustrated you may be fearful you are bewildered and confused about life but when you are wise enough to turn to him and and declare to him again he knows all things but when you are wise enough to declare and put these things before him it's not for his benefit but it's for ours as we say god i'm giving you this god i'm giving you that as we do that we are going to see his response his assistance and another important point that this uh, this this verse concludes with is where it says lam deni hukecha which means teach me your laws now what i like about this is that in the midst of us going through a difficult set of circumstances we may be unhappy we may be discouraged we may be suffering we may be confused but what is god going to do as we turn to him 
these times should make us pivot to god if we're not walking with him so these troubles they get our attention and they remind us of our absolute need to be with him to rely upon him and therefore here the psalmist is saying i have declared these things to you you have answered me how does god answer me well by teaching this one his laws this is what we need to see now the word here for law the word hook in hebrew is law or a statue or an ordinance and this is a word that appears here and he's saying and it's in the plural teach me your statutes your ordinances your instruction for my life so we are when we're going through difficult times in our life we are at a teachable moment many times when things are going well when we're not having problems that we have abundance we we tend our human nature is that we we distance ourselves from god we start trusting in our our material resources we start trusting in ourselves and then problems cause us to pivot and if we're not walking with god too remember what we should be doing who we should be trusting who we should be depending upon who we should be listening to many times what happens is this we allow a wrong influence in our life that can be an influence of someone who is not a believer someone who is not a wise counselor in the things of god and we allow them to influence us and begin to lead us in the wrong way and likewise there are things from the the spiritual world unclean spirits and demons and such that they can begin to to work in our life now as believers as someone who has the holy spirit you and i will never be possessed but we can be afflicted we can be troubled and we can be influenced by those elements of the spiritual world that's unclean displeasing to god those things that are not in line with the instructions of god and then look he says teach me your statutes or your laws or your ordinances and then look at verse 27 here in verse 27 what we find is a a statement and most bibles will translate this as precepts as i go through and look at how most english translators rendered this they like precepts or teachings or instructions but this word is a today a military word or a word of law enforcement it's usually used in this way that there is a superior someone who has authority over someone else so someone in the army who has higher rank someone who's in law enforcement that as well has a a higher position of authority and they tell one who is under that authority you do this what is that it's a commandment and this is a word that is a synonym for simply a commandment and he says here the way of your commandments make me understand now this i think is a most informative uh, phrase where we say the way 
of your commandments. Now, here we find that there is an assignment, a charge, an edict that is being given to someone that he is demanded to obey. And what the scripture is telling us is this. When we are wise enough that that we receive that instruction, that commandment, that order is probably the simplest way to understand it. It is God ordering his servants, that's you and me, to do something. And when we say yes to God's order, what happens? When we obey his instruction, we will be beginning to be led in his way. And that way is a beneficial way. Why? When we are walking in his pathways, they lead us out. Now, it may be a process. It may take time. But when we are being led in the way of God's orders, his commandments, what happens? When we understand that, it is going to lead us to safety. It is going to lead us to where God wants us to be. And he says here, and notice another benefit. The author is saying, which means I will discuss it is the modern Hebrew word for having a conversation and what is going to be the subject of that conversation well look at this because the Word of God is inspired perfectly by the Holy Spirit and it's teaching us a principle when I am led by the commandments of God when I see his instructions as God ordered me to do something, he is the Lord Almighty. I am in no position to refuse that order, reject that order, ignore that order. That's foolishness and is going to bring upon me punishment. But if we obey these things that God are commanding us to do, it is going to cause us to have a discussion we are going to begin to talk about. In other words, what? which means your wondrous deeds now here's the principle when i am humble when i am submissive and when i submit to the commandments of god his orders to my life they are going to lead me in his way and his way is going to be experienced by the obedient one in miracles in wonders in signs this is what he's promising here we will be able to talk about you know when i was in this dire circumstance when i had this problem when the enemy was was against me but you know what god did god taught me his commands and his commandments led me out and god began to work wonders in my life this is what the psalmist is instructing and it's going to come down to one simple thing am i going to put this truth implemented put it into my life make it the the conduct of my behavior well look on to verse 28 where he says and this is a word for in modern hebrew if you have for example a leak a drip of your faucet you use this term and it means in one sense being poured out and again he speaks about his soul where he says my soul 
and again underneath it has a word for melting but literally it's simply a word which means little by little the very essence of who i am is dripping away from me i i'm not becoming more i'm not growing i'm not maturing i'm not uh, uh conquering things i'm not receiving more there's not abundance in my life but little by little i'm wasting away and he says my soul has dripped been poured out and then he says from and it uses a word here which is a word which means sorrow suffering affliction now as i'm doing this video perhaps you can hear we're having another rocket attack so we'll just pause for a moment see what we can hear what happens usually you get about 30 seconds warning and then you start hearing the impacts from where we live what I can discern I heard three or four that were relatively uh near meaning in we're in the southern there's another one we're in the southern part of the city so most were probably in the center or in the north because the the booms were not very loud that's a there's a couple more that just went off another one so this is probably similar to another one that just went off another one well we needed to uh stop the video for a few minutes because my wife and daughter they had left a few minutes ago and they were in a place that uh because of their direction that they were walking I knew that they had no cover but they're they called they're fine praise God for that and now we can get back to our attention of God's word so it says here and we're in verse 28 where it says my soul and there's a word here for dripped has dripped and dripped has to do with melting away from and then we have the word for sorrow or sadness and what does he say he says sustain me and this is a different word it's a word which means to lift up to raise up it's a word of being established so he says establish me raise me up according to your word and again what we should expect is God to move in our life in order that we are individuals individuals that are 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 responsive to his word it is only when we are responsive to his word then we can expect to receive the faithful response to God now he's always faithful but when I say faithful I'm talking about his provision his help his power his uh vision his perspective all of those things 
when we are not obedient to his word we're not submissive to his word god's always faithful but that faithfulness is going to be in disciplining us punishing us and and working in a situation that causes us not to know his fullness but that we are going to experience emptiness and all of that is god as i said he's always faithful this is an example of god calling to the people to repent calling to you and me to say hey the way that you're going is not rooted is not rooted in my will my desire so he says next verse verse 29 the way of falsehood this is word sheker which is a lie so that which is a lie that which is false he says that way the way that falsehood and a lie leads he says remove from me in other words the psalmist doesn't want anything that's false anything that's untrue influencing his life and let me just simply say that is a wonderful prayer to make a prayer that says i don't want anything that is false untrue anything in conflict in conflict with the authority of your word to be part of my life so he says the way of the lie the way of falsehood remove from me and again we find a more specific term and your law sustain me literally and your law what is it going to do it has he's testifying my experience has been this when i apply your law to my life you do something you sustain me and here it's that word we talked about earlier that you have given me life verse 30. the way of faith now some bibles will say and there's not a problem with this it's actually very good some bibles will say the way of truth well it is a word in hebrew it's emunah usually we translate emunah from the with the word faith so the way of faith but the word emunah comes from the same word that we derive in hebrew the word truth emet so faith and truth are inherently related it's very very important that we see that again faith and truth are inherently related we need to know that and realize that it's the way of truth being faithful that is going to bring about god's activity in our life and what does he say the way of faith i have chosen and he says your judgments meaning god's perspective god's rules this is a word a judge makes a verdict and therefore he sentences that person so it speaks about putting truth into action and that's what he says he says the way of faith or the way of truth i have chosen and your judgments he says i have basically you can understand it laid out before me now this is another word that can speak about uh resembling or something that is compared and here's what he's saying in a literal sense your instructions your law your commandments i have laid out before me meaning this my life resembles 
your instructions. My life is based upon your commandments. My life is a likeness of commandments in action. That's what the psalmist is saying. And furthermore, look at verse 31. He uses a word, in fact, the same word that we we began with, this word to cleave to, to hold on to. He says in verse 31, I have cloaked, I have Verse 31, I have held on to your testimonies. Meaning this, I have lived in a way that bore witness to what testifies of your character to other people. So I have held on to, cleaved to your testimonies, O Lord. And therefore he says, do not allow me to be ashamed. Now, this shame, this word for shame, busha, has to do with contempt. It has to do with something that lacks value, something that is, is repulsive, something that one would reject. And therefore, he says, you know, God, I have held on to your testimonies, and therefore, O Lord, do not allow me to be made ashamed. Last verse, verse 32. The way of your commandments, and we have that general word now for commandments, mitzvot. The way of your commandments, I will run. So in the way that the commandments of God lead us, he's saying, I will run in that direction. And what's the benefit of that? He says, ki tarchiv libi, which means, for you will, and it says, broaden, make wide, my heart heart is synonymous with thinking the thoughts of someone and here's the problem many times we find ourselves in a situation that we do not know what to do and therefore what god is teaching us here is this when we apply the commandments of god to our life the commandments of scripture all the commandments when we apply them to our life and they become the purpose of our life what a wise wise thing to do make the purpose of your life the instructions the commandments of god and what's going to happen what is he promising well he says he's going to broaden our thought process meaning this we will see things we will think of things god will give revelation to us that we will know better what to do Here's what I'm saying in a practical sense. There is someone and that person, that person is in a situation and he has no idea what to do. But because he has walked in obedience to the instructions of God, the words of God, the commandments of God, that that faithfulness, that commitment to truth is going to have an impact in his life therefore god is going to reveal to him he's going to broaden he's going to make wide the options that in the natural he would never know he would not think this is what i should do but when he's going through these things god will give him instruction vision revelation to know the things that he would have never known in the natural he will know in the spirit of obedience and that's what we want to have that is the signs the evidence of one that has been born again let me say it differently one that has been regenerated 
that that one is going to value the commandments of God and be wise enough to apply them to their life in order to in order to know they are a source of greater revelation and I'm speaking of greater revelation in a practical sense I'm dealing with this I can't look in the Bible necessarily and say this is my situation what does the Bible say that if you're in this type of of scenario this is what you do sometimes we don't find that instruction in the scripture but when we are obedient to the instructions of God then God will inform us God will make known to us this are these terms of words of knowledge revelation prophetic truth that God's going to give to us so that we can see the future and know this is the right thing to do our God is a good God our God is an active God and it's when we apply his instruction to our life that we are inviting his activity into our life and his revelation that that opens our eyes to what he would have us to do in whatever situation that we find ourselves struggling with enduring going through our god is faithful good and true may god bless you shalom well we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website, loveisrael.org. There you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel. Shalom from Israel.